0: Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you.
1: Our next guest, we'll answer him at the end of the interview, but our next guest, you know, from Fox Sports and the Flippin' Bats podcast, Uh, you also know him from the Shohei Otani Fan Club. He is the president, CEO, CFO, CIO, all the C and whatever other acronyms you can come up with. The great Ben Verlander joins us now on the guest line. What's up, buddy? Welcome to the show.
0: Oh, uh, nothing much. Thank you so much for having me. It's a great introduction. All the C's for Shohei. I'll take it.
1: Listen, uh, that I'm just going to say that one would pay off dividends. If you could find a way, <laughs> like this is kind of one of those things, you could find a way to make that a real uh, real thing. President of the Shohei fan club, I think there'll be T-shirts. Think Just think of the merch alone that you could make.
0: I that'd be fantastic. I'm with you
1: there. All right, let's look at let's just look at let's start with the NL East here, where the Mets have seen what at one point was a double digit lead in the NL East whittle down to within uh with under five game lead now inside uh two and a half, three game lead over the Braves. Scale of one to ten. What should Mets fans panic level be at right now?
0: You know, I don't think the panic level is too high. I think what we're talking about is two playoff teams, um, and, and this year the setup for being a playoff team isn't near as bad if you get in via the wild card as it was the last few years, where it's just you know one one game. Um, so panic level isn't too high because I think what we've seen the league getting from ten and a half down to two and a half is less about the met metting, if you will, which is what everybody likes to say. The Mets are going to met. Uh, It's less about that and more about the Braves just playing better than they have, uh, you know, in any other month since they've been in Atlanta in 1966, 21 wins is tied for the most they've ever had in Atlanta. Um, The Mets had a really tough stretch of their schedule where they played above 500 baseball. They're getting back Max Scherzer. They're getting back Jacob deGrom, hopefully soon. Um, So this is less about them playing bad and more just about how good the Atlanta Braves have been. So, I think we're in for an absolute dogfight. I think we have two of the best teams in the National League uh, that are trying to win the division. But if I'm the Mets, I'm not worried. And if I'm the Braves, I'm not worried. It's just two really good teams that are going to go back and forth for a while.
1: I am my guy, if I, if I made you choose one of those teams right now, who would you be more comfortable choosing to come away with the NL East, the, the Mets or the Braves?
0: Uh, this is a good question. So I'm going to take the Braves. And I'm going to do that because I, that's who I picked at the beginning of the year, and I'm going to stick with it. I I will say I do believe that it's close. I do believe both teams end up in the playoffs. But if I had to pick right now, I'm going to pick the Braves.
1: All right, all right. So okay, one of the other big Mets Brave storylines was the Buster Only report that uh, Jacob DeGrom, Jacob Degrom could look to to leave the Mets to join the Braves this offseason in free agency. What would your reaction to that move going from the Mets to the Braves in free agency be?
0: Uh, Shock, surprise. Uh, Look, I I don't foresee Jacob deGrom going anywhere. He's been vocal about he's going to opt out, but he wants to re-sign with the Mets. I believe that's what's going to happen. I I don't see him going anywhere else. So if it were to happen, uh, I would be absolutely shocked. Uh, I, I do believe the Braves will probably make an effort. I think a lot of teams will probably make an effort, but um, I, I, I saw that report and was I was blown away. I, I also don't know if look obviously Jacob DeGrom when pitching is the best pitcher on earth. I I think we're we're all in agreement there, but I, I just don't know like if I'm the Atlanta Braves. You have this core of, you know, you can see the writing on the wall for this rotation being incredible over the course of the next five to 10 years. You have Kyle Wright, you have Max Freed, Ian Anderson, Mike Soroka, hopefully back. I just don't know um, if, if the framework for that team and the organization, the blueprint for success is there. I don't know if throwing all the money in the world, you know, 30, $40 million a year at Jacob DeGrom is the answer for the Braves. Uh, Obviously, their team would be great with him. He's the best pitcher in the world, but I would be surprised, and I I don't know if it's the right move for the Braves.
1: Ben Verlander, the Flippin' Bats podcast on the guest line here, catching us up to the latest. With uh, baseball's goings on, we are halfway through the baseball season, and we still got, I think, another 13 days until the All-Star game. So let's look... Before we do anything else, I did want to look at the two teams behind New York and Atlanta in the East, because Miami has been better as of recent than I've expected. Alcantara yesterday was fantastic. Uh, Philadelphia has been uh, five games above 500 right now. They're playing 600 ball in their last 10. If I asked you to bet on one of those two teams to creep up and and maybe have the best chance to make it a three team race in the East, who would you choose?
0: Uh, between those, I'm going to take the, the Phillies. I just don't think the, I don't think the Marlins have what it takes offensively. I, their pitching rotation. I can't say enough about Sandy Alcantara is unbelievable. I was, I mean, just every time he takes the mound, we should all be tuning in to watch. He was throwing balls yesterday that were hundred mile an hour sinkers that legitimately looked like they were moving like a left-handed slider. It was unbelievable. Uh, but I think the, the team with more of a chance, more of an opportunity is the Phillies. Now, I am much more um, I'm much more worried about that now that Bryce Harper is going to be out for a while. I think they're a team that with Bryce Harper in the lineup is capable of making the playoffs. Uh, I don't know if they're a team right now without Bryce Harper that's capable of making up ground. I think they're capable of winning games and, and staying where they are, but in a division that's very good. Without Bryce Harper, I don't know if they're able to make up that ground, but I would still pick them just because Schwerver's gotten hot, and when he's hot, there's, you know, he's he's incredible, and it seems like he's hitting a home run every game. Nick Castellanos hasn't been fantastic this year, but you got to believe he's going to heat up. So I, I like them. I like Wheeler at the top of the rotation. I think they can make some noise. I just worry about Harper being out.
1: Ben, did I see it right that last night uh, Alcantara uh, threw 75% change-ups and his change-up was uh, in the 93 to 94 mile per hour range? And if so, uh, what what witchcraft is he using to do that?
0: (laughs) I don't know
1: if you saw it right, but I believe
0: you might have been looking at my tweet, which was from the eighth inning. So in the eighth inning, he was throwing about 75%. Uh, change ups and, and they were 93, 94 miles an hour. And I, I was just watching in awe. And, you know, the other 25% of pitches were pretty much, he was pretty much just sinker, change up that eighth inning. And he was throwing 93, 94 change up, change up, change up. And then he would throw one Oh one sinker. And I was just like, what, what am I watching right now? Is this even real life? How is this happening? So Yes, it, that is true, and I don't know what he's doing. It is it is remarkable what he is able to do. I mean, 93-94 is a change-up, and it legitimately moves like a change-up. It drops a good bit. I've never seen anything like it. It's wild.
1: Ben, on the latest edition of the uh, Flippin' Bats podcast, you had Tony Gonsolin, the Dodgers uh, pitcher there. He's got a beard now and I'm a little triggered because I remember him in the minors when he had the, the fine tooth uh, mustache going on there. The, the Wyatt Earp mustache. I'll ask you, do you like the beard more or do you like the mustache that he had coming up?
0: I'm a big mustache guy. I, I, I like the mustache a lot. I, I like, you know, for example, what Dylan Cease is doing in Chicago with his mustache. I just think, um, it's really nice. It's really well kept. It's really put together. You know, it really kind of brings a whole persona together when you just let it go crazy and end up with a beard. Like he has it just looks a little out of control. So, um, it sounds like we're on the same wavelength here. I'm much more of a mustache guy than a crazy beard guy. Uh, and I just think, you know, it just gives people, it gives people a personality. It doesn't say, Hey, this is just all over the place. It says I'm put together. I know what I'm doing and I have a mustache.
1: All right, give me your best and worst of the City Connect Unis.
0: Oh, best and worst. Okay, so this is interesting because literally to, to tomorrow, tomorrow's episode of Flipping Bass, Best, I'm going to do, I'm finally ranking the top five. I think they're all out for this year, so I'm ranking the top five. I haven't yet sat down to figure out my top five, but I'm going to put towards the best. I'm going to give you a couple. Um, I think the White Sox are in that conversation. Um, I think the I think the Astros, Space City, is in that conversation. Towards the bottom, I don't like the Giants. Uh, I'm going to take two teams. I don't love the Giants or the Dodgers.
1: Okay, so uh, can I just tell you the one that you have not to mention either as best or worst? I think Colorado City Connect uniforms, like I have no connection to the city of Denver or to the (laughs) Rockies. And if that was just a t-shirt that I could wear around the city of Charlotte, I would hundred percent would.
0: Yeah. You know what? That's a good option. That I I do agree with that. I think that might find a way into the top five, the more, and the thing with a lot of these, and I I love what major league baseball did with the city connects. I mean, it's awesome. Um, The thing with a lot of these is they'll come out, and it'll catch me by surprise and then it a, a lot of them end up growing on me pretty quickly like the Padres came out the other day and I was like yeah I don't know and the more I see them the more I like them same with the Angels same with the, you know a lot of teams around the league it's been it's been a pleasant surprise how nice a lot of these have been
1: i my hot takes on city connect uniforms is i'll take all of MLB city connect uniforms like on average over the NBA's City Edition, I I think that's very much hit or miss. The elite are elite, but everything else is trash. I think consistently the City Connect uniforms in baseball have been much better, high standard on average than, than what the NBA does with their City Editions.
0: I would agree with that. That's a really good. That's a good. That's a good take from you right there. I like that a lot.
1: If you want to use it on tomorrow's Flipping Bats, just go I ahead. I think I am. I probably will. <laughs> just, just credit. I'm
0: writing it down in. My, I'm writing it down in my notes as we speak.
1: <laughs> just, just credit Nick Wilson. That's all we care about. Uh, all right. So we do five questions every single day at 12:40. This we're going to do a rapid fire here. Uh, quick answer. First thought is the best thought. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh. What natural disaster are you most afraid of?
0: Well, I live in LA, so I'm going
1: earthquake. That makes sense. Uh, what video game have you played most, sports or otherwise?
0: MLB The Show.
1: Uh, do you have any good impressions?
0: <laughs> um, oh, that's a good one. I feel like I do, but not off the top of my head. Any good impressions? Yeah, you know, I, I do do some good impressions, but it's all like people in my family, you know, like, so n- not ones that other people would understand. So not like anybody's famous,
1: no. Yeah, so I tr- I thought I did, and then I tried to bring him on the air, and I felt like such a doofus. So you played it safe, and that's a smart call. Uh, are, <laughs> how many summer league games are you watching this year? NBA? Yes. Zero. That's also the correct answer. Uh, <laughs> and final one, what is your, uh, in honor of National Ice Cream Month, what is your favorite flavor ice cream?
0: Easiest question of all, my friend, mint chocolate chip.
1: Thank you very much, my board op. <laughs> ben went off and said basically all mint flavored food is trash, and I damn near had to find a new board op and a good alibi.
0: <laughs> no, I totally disagree. I get the same thing. Oh, it tastes like toothpaste. No, it doesn't. You're just—I don't know. Maybe I, I don't know what those people are thinking. But a uh, fun fact: ever since I've been like. 10 years old, since I was in middle school, every single night for most of my life, I will have like a half of the half gallon of mint chocolate chip ice cream.
1: This is why you are elite. This is why the Flippin' bats podcast <laughs> is elite. Follow the man on Twitter at Ben Verlander. He is Fox sports MLB analyst and host of the Flippin' bats podcast with Ben Verlander on the guest line, buddy. Thanks. Great stuff. We appreciate you.
0: All right. Sounds good. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it.